to you by our friends of the British Council. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy here at the Fantasy Sports Network Studio 34 in New York City. And we've got some special guests in the studio and on the big monitor in the studio. Uh, And it's all about America today, gentlemen. It's all about America. And ironically, in the studio next to me is Englishman Martin Pengelly of the U.S. Guardian. And Mr. Steve the Lizard Lewis, the Elite Sevens coach and rugby pundit extraordinaire. And calling in is uh, Mr. Dave Buzz Rudzinski out of Mystic River, the Boston area. And Danny, Mr. Boom Boom Barrett. Massachusetts, New York, California, all talking rugby, and it was an enormous weekend. Danny, first of all, congratulations on the big win in Vegas. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, it was a long time coming for that one. Um, I think it was about four years now. We, we've made the semifinal the last three to get knocked out, so... So kind of about time. And Dan, uh, for the folks at home, you're Eagle number 452. I should have asked you what Eagle number you were. How, all right, I can ask you this. How many, how many 15s caps and how many 7s caps? So I have 13 15s caps, <laughs> and we go to Vancouver next week, and that'll be 37. Hmm, we have a discrepancy on the USA Rugby website. It's, they've got you down to 7s oh, 24. And how do you figure that? Just, the, just tournaments? Yeah, so it goes by tournaments, so... Uh, this past Vancouver was my 36. Um, USA Rugby, I think, is a bit slow on uh, <laughs> on catching up. Well, they got but, 24. I mean, yeah, yeah, they're like I said, a bit slow. All right, you'd think they'd be faster for sevens. Boomcha. Okay. Yeah, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, Guess not. Uh, you've, uh, Dan, what are you going about? Uh, 193 centimeters, maybe uh, 97. Kilograms. I mean, I'm I'm just under three, so whatever that is in centimeters, and uh, about 107, 108 kg. I know. I'm saying that for the guys here are flanking me because they don't know anything about pounds or inches or anything like that. Let's get to the questions. All right, let's get to the questions. I think we all need to salute uh, a warrior that stepped away from the game, Mr. Zach Test, and I know that Danny and Dave, you guys both know him well. Danny, what was it like uh, seeing Zach retire? It was one of the more special things. I mean, it's sad the way he went out. And, uh, I mean, I'll never forget kind of the moments that we had together on and off the field. I was lucky enough to be Zach's roommate for about two and a half years on tour. So as as much time as we spent on the field, we spent even more time off and uh, have pretty much become best friends in that that, that time. And, I mean, it's, it's tough for me to see him walk away from the playing side of the game. But, I mean, the guy's played so much rugby in, in his life where I'm excited to see what he can do on the other side of the whistle. And, uh, I mean, he, he's a hell of a guy, hell of a player, hell of a friend. And, Dave, uh, you can tell us a little bit about, uh, about what Zach is doing on the other side of the whistle yourself. Yeah, so Zach has been involved with Maccabi USA for for a while now, actually, as a player in 2009 as a coach in 13, uh, well, he came along to help out a bit in 13. He had a broken hand from the Sevens World. And then um, as a coach in 17 with the gold medal squad. And, you know, it's good to see him continuing on with rugby. He's given so much to U.S. rugby. There's so many that follow Sevens now and follow Danny and get up in the middle of the night to watch these tournaments. And it started with guys like Zach that really, you know, brought the fans to watch the Sevens and, and got them out there. So... It'll be sad to see him not playing 
time, but it'll be great to see him coaching. And Dave, aside from being uh, involved heavily with the history of the Mystic River Club uh, on all levels, player, old boy, coach, uh, the board, you're also on the board of Maccabi. Yes, I'm the chairman for Maccabi USA. We had our Hall of Fame dinner out at the Sevens. Um, Hadn't won a gold medal since 97 and this past summer in 2017 with Coach Sean Lipman and Zach Test and Kevin Swearin captaining the Beat South Africa perennial champions. So it's been a good run and it's a good group of guys. All right, and so there's another reason why I wanted you guys on at the same time. It's about the pathway. there, there weren't a lot of pathways in place for an athlete to get to the national team or considered uh, professionally overseas. And, Danny, you played at high school. Then you played at the Cal Berkeley Powerhouse under the legends Jack Clark and Tom Billups. And then you found your way to the national team. And, Dave, you are now involved in trying to get the MLR, Major League Rugby franchise, in Boston going, which would be a professional outlet for players and you've also got a high school and a youth program going there with mystic yeah so it's one of those things where we've seen the the game and you know all the the big hype these days everyone talks about hashtags hashtag grow the game is really important to me it's something that i started back in 06 with a youth program at mystic with 20 kids that now has over 200 kids uh, our high school team just got back from Argentina and Chile on a tour. Uh, we have flag for the younger boys and girls. Then we have middle school tackle, high school tackle. And those kids are going off to top college programs. Some of them are getting scholarships to go. Then they're coming out and playing top clubs. And there's the ability for them to work their way from you know, D2, D1, or ARP, PRP. And now there's this MLR. And it's a destination for rugby players. And kids can see this path a lot clearer and at the same time you've got the USA teams taking the best of those guys that are USA eligible and uh, it's it's been pretty to see the growth of the game and I think the appetite for you know more rugby especially in our area in Boston and the Northeast where you know there's high school rugby it's a varsity sport in the high schools now people are interested so it's gonna be a, I think MLR will be a big success in our area with the MLR and, and having a team in Boston, uh, I think we all believe it's vital that there's a team in New York, there's a vital team in Boston, that the Northeast is, uh, has a major role to play here. Um, where are you with your um, plans for Boston, and uh, how are things going? How are, you, how are you looking right now? So I'm really careful not to get ahead of myself on this, and it's something that you know, we're not issuing press releases about where we are with this. We've had some introductory calls with the league. We understand from the league what the minimum requirements are to get things going, understanding the infrastructure and organization you need in place, the facilities that you need in place, so you really need a a stadium or a field. You know, the rugby side, I'm less concerned with because we can get good players, good coaches, get them in the area, get the rugby set up going, but we have to do the other things right. And again, the investment that's required, we want to make sure we're doing this right. And I really like the model that they have at MLR. I think that they're doing this the right way. Again, don't want to get ahead of myself and announce something prematurely. We have complete support of the rugby community in this area. We're going to play New York MLR. We're going to play the Ontario team that's trying to gear up for it as well. We're going to play a couple games against NIAC. You know, what we're going to see is the level of competition and at the same time in parallel be working the 
minute perhaps to get the team and infrastructure in place. Good stuff, Dave. I'm getting barked at. I'm getting barked at in the headset because we have to break. We'll be right back after this. Been blind since I was four, and I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste, and my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig and Whistle, on West 36th Street. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up here at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34. We're going to get back to Danny, but I want to get Martin. Do you have a question for Dave? It wasn't really a question, I was just going to uh, declare an interest in the youth setup up there. My niece by marriage is a mystic flag rugby player. Scandalous. Scandalous. So I wish you all the best. Scandalous. And, um, and we're, we're looking forward down here. Dave, we're looking forward down here to March 24th when you're uh, taking that Boston-New York rivalry to a new level here in rugby with our Rugby United New York team who are wearing New York Mets colors, so I'm in absolute heaven and fully behind them. But, but Danny, you just heard the chatter here about the MLR, Major League Rugby. You're one of the few people on the planet that's actually carved out being a paid player uh, in rugby in the United States before we had professional rugby, before even pro rugby USA was up and running with Steve Lewis at the helm. But Dan, you're one of these guys, you're like a hybrid player because you were in you were in the Olympics as a sevens player. You were you're facing a, a sevens World Cup, but a lot of people may not remember, but you were on the fifteens World Cup team in England. And but for uh, some bad thumbs, you might have made a much bigger impression. What are you looking at in terms of this professional landscape that's that's evolving now? I think it's great for, for rugby in the country. Um, I mean, once it gets up and running, is is we'll, we'll really see what it can do and, and how much more competitive it will make us as uh, kind of a Tier 2 rugby-playing nation. Um, but, I mean, there, there's still so many unknowns in, in my mind of uh, kind of what can happen and, and where it's going to go. So I'm just really excited to see the first season turns out and uh, how they continue to kind of elevate the play for the rest of the athletes. All right, because of your playing experience and the fact that people underestimate you all the time on the field, I, what was the little the little general? You just you just outraced him on, in your I think it was your second try <laughs> in the final, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gaston Raval has uh, been around for quite a bit. I mean, he's played upwards of. 50 tournaments so he kind of knows what he's doing um i don't know i think something with the field in vegas made me feel a little bit quicker than i was so i was able to get around him um, did he just did you so, think he made yeah, an educated I mean, they, decision because he's a veteran player that he says okay maybe i can act like i slipped on a banana peel here rather than get steamrolled i was gonna say you know uh <laughs> maybe he was looking for a shoulder or something it was uh kind of deceived by my lack of speed <laughs> then uh, obviously the win's a win, right? We won a second tournament, and so that final win against Argentina um, put the uh, you know icing on the cake. But which of those victories this weekend was most satisfying from a team perspective? 
Um, was there a particular one or do you just look at them all as next job, next job, just do it? To me, it was the quarterfinal against England. Uh, I, I think if you asked a few of the other guys, they'd, they'd say Fiji in the semifinal. I think both of those are, are kind of monumental wins. But for me, it was that little dust up at the end of that England game where, you know, we kind of said, bring whatever you got and we're not going to back down. Like, it doesn't matter what happens. Like, we got each other's back. We're with each other 100%. And kind of knock us. So you come at one of us, you come at all of us. Um, so, goddamn America. For me personally, that was, yeah, for me, that <laughs> okay. was personally uh, a pretty big one. Yeah, and um, obviously you guys have lost a couple of key players, Madison out and Stevie Thomason, who was having a great season. Um, so that looked problematic. And obviously Mike and the guys, you guys have pulled it together. Mac has got a lot of time. Um, what may be one or two key things that have allowed you to not just remain competitive, but actually improve perhaps? Maka's freakish athleticism. So, I mean, the guys played <laughs> in every position field. From scrum half, prop, hooker, jumping in lineouts, stealing lineouts, playing on the wing. I mean, the guy can do just about anything you ask him. And when you challenge a guy like that, who who needs to be challenged, then I mean, he's going to step up and he's going to he's going to give you something that you've never expected before. And kind of that that mental challenge combined with his physical ability is is unmatchable. Like, no one's going to be able to stop that when when that guy has the will to, to get right, going so- and do something. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. We are getting the uh, we're out of time signal from downstairs, and I just want to ask a couple more questions. Dave, uh, your last question for you is, when are you going to sign Danny to a big contract that takes him away from the Olympic Sevens camp? We'd love to have him come out to Boston. Remember, this is the city of champions. We have lots of history here in Boston. And again, you talk about, you know, America. This is where it all started in Boston, right? When we kicked the British back to England and sent them home in the, in the war. Sorry, but uh, that's the way it goes. And, uh, you know, another Boston champion, our last Boston championship was, you know, before the last Patriots one was Mystic River D1 championship in 2016. We'd like to see MLR Boston be in the... Uh, the MLR champion. All right, get in line, pal, because it's going to be Rugby United New York, and Danny, you're going to be wearing that orange and blue, just like Mets colors, and we're going to. It's going to be great. Everything's going to be great. Uh, Danny, last Red question. White. Last Ooh, question for you, Danny. You ready? Aside yeah. from aside from playing for the Rugby United New York here in the MLR, if you had to choose between a Rugby World Cup sevens, a Rugby World Cup fifteens. Or an Olympic gold medal, what would you pick? Whew, um, that is a, a very good one. I think uh, <laughs> any competitive athlete that you ask, it would be an Olympic gold medal. Um, selfishly, a, a Rugby World Cup in my kind of hometown where I grew up would be pretty amazing. Um, but at the same time, the uh, 15s World Cup is kind of the, the granddaddy all in our sport, so I don't know. We'll, we'll come have to on. See you which got... one comes first, and hopefully, it's hopefully it's one of those. Uh, you take two out of three, though. You can, come on. You got to pick one of them. Oh, I mean, I'll, I'd take all three if I could. But <laughs> uh, I think I, I, I think it would be an Olympic medal. Yeah, the medal would be the a pretty big, pretty 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 big thing for for the country and the sport. Well, you are a great American, my friend. Great American. 
Thank you. All right. I got to give him one shot. He's been getting slagged here, the Englishman over here. We've been crushing him with, with cracks about England. You want to you say anything, Martin, here? Uh, it's my own personal Yorktown this afternoon here. Um, <laughs> we came back from that. We came back from that. You know, We took over the media in New York, if nothing else. Let's give a pause for everybody to Google the Yorktown, the Battle of Yorktown. General, General Cornwallis. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, but Martin, weren't you getting in Twitter fights with fans because you were actually supporting the USA team in this Vegas Sevens? Uh, that happens a lot, yeah. But I'm, you know, I said before, I'm married to an American. I have three small Americans. I'm here for good. I, I've, I've gone over. So you're the opposite of Dan Lyle. <laughs> I suppose I, I, if you put it that way. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm like a reverse Benedict Arnold. <laughs> All right, and on that note, a reverse Benedict Arnold, I want to thank Mr. Danny Barrett, Mr. Dave Radzinski, Mr. Steve Lewis, and Mr. Martin Pingelli. I'm Matt McCarthy here on behalf of all of them. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Rugby Wrap-Up here at the Fantasy Sports Network, Studio 34 here in New York City. <laughs>